Keeping It Candid, our pop culture podcast. By me, Millie Cotton. And me, Sophie Milner. Happy New Year to everyone. I know, everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year to everyone. And everyone, we've actually got a special guest today. To see in the new year with us. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lucy Mountain. Hi, guys. I never know how to start on podcasts, so we'll just so, go straight in. <laughs> maybe we'll start with your Instagram handle, because I guess not that many people know you by your, like... Yeah. Actual name together, I guess. Mm. I don't know. But yeah. I always feel like I need to change it, but I go by the Fashion Trips video on Instagram. Um, but obviously my name is Lucy Mountain, so I always think whether I should change it to that or not. It can it be difficult, but then also I like I like yours because I think it really it's a kind of it's become quite a good brand. So. Yeah. It's definitely a brand. I yeah. Reckon. Yeah. I'm in that awkward phase where it is now too much of a brand I feel yeah. to change it yeah. but I also hate the word foodie oh god no, I mean it's fine <laughs> and also it's not like it's just that word by itself it's surrounded by other words so it's Fine. It's, and it's, it's, it's embedded. Yeah, it's embedded. it encompasses what you do quite well. Yes. Um, it's, yeah, it's neat. How did you come up with it when you did come up with it? So I used to have a Tumblr probably seven years ago and it was called Fashion Fitness Food Official because oh. I to be legit. So Fashion <laughs> Fitness Food Official. And then I stumbled upon this amazing Instagram account when I did get Instagram sort of five years ago. And it was called Fashion Fitness Food and it was so good. And they had like thousands of followers. I thought, you know what, I need to change this. Um, so I just changed it to the Fashion Fitness Foodie, which is very original. <laughs> so it was a very last minute decision, which I'm now stuck with forever, apparently. <laughs> not a bad thing. <laughs> no, so it's not. you had a Tumblr and then you got your... In- so have you always done the comparison? So I think you're best known for comparison photos, right? But not comparison body like before and after yeah or like you know like sucking in and i think if that was the case um more like the hey these sweets are like 250 calories and Mm. also this fruit is 250 calories but i really like the sweets so you know fuck it i'm gonna eat the sweets yeah yeah but how did that all start so it was i can't even say last year now because it's 2019 but it was march time in 2017 and i just randomly did this post of two teaspoons of peanut butter one had a certain amount and one had double the amount, but they looked very similar. And it was just talking about the calorie difference. Um, and it just went viral and I got like a thousand likes. I'd never had a thousand likes on a picture before. Um, and I had about, I think it was about about 10,000 followers, which was quite a lot for me back yeah. then. I never really thought I'd get the amount I have now. Um, and then since then, I just thought people are really liking this kind of content. And I started doing more food comparisons, comparing different meals, different foods, um and then I just kind of took it from there but I think back then people were super into calories and knowing Mm -hmm. how many calories are in their food whereas now my message has evolved I've grown with my platform and grown with these kind of posts and my message is less so about how many calories is in this bowl of fruit it's more about embracing different foods and it's more the mental side of it as well and our relationship with food and helping Men, I was going to say women, but it's men as well, actually, which is yeah. quite it's great. But yeah. um, helping people have a better relationship with food, that's more my goal now. But 
yeah, they were the what they were they were the catalyst. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think what's so great about it and your page like now is like it's so like refreshing. It's just really refreshing to have that perspective because I know for me and a lot of a lot of people, you a lot of fitness influencers as such, and you look at them and what what they do, everything seems so perfect and regimented that mm. it's not it's not really necessarily relatable or achievable or attainable. And most people do slip up. Everyone's human, and I think yeah. I love the fact that you make that really obvious that that's okay you're like yeah that's fine like it's like and I think that's like mm. the most amazing thing that I always get from your page mm. I always go on your page and I always leave feeling really good <laughs> that so. is so lovely to hear yeah. thank you but, yeah, <laughs> so true yeah um and you don't do it too much either like I said before there's kind mm. of I know I'm always one to fucking criticize everyone <laughs> me too <laughs> Instagram who are yeah. fitness but they also you know bend over backwards to like show off their fat rolls and it's like oh my god this is me oh, and no. this is reality and oh my god this is Instagram but it's still so contrived I yeah that is a real thing for me I actually spoke about this the other day um there are trends right and things get trendy the food comparisons got trendy mm-hmm. and everyone stopped doing them because they know it gets engagement mm. same with transformation pictures weight loss weight gain whatever they get really good engagement so people cotton on to that they start doing it and then you sort of start to get this like fake authentic posts where people are like this is me real life but really they're like curating these posts in order to appear authentic yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in these set formats yeah before and after real versus fake whatever mm-hmm. um and then it just it's it it i totally know what you mean it is yeah, it's very it's, it, it's very contrived it's so reality um, um, yes yeah. yeah and it's just it's still i get it because they they are putting faces themselves like on the yeah. internet where do you know what, they do have fat rolls or whatever or they're mm. you know eating a big burger and i, I, I don't know but and then they're think, you know in the gym or whatever yeah but at the same time it's just still fake. Yeah. <laughs> what, how I feel now is, obviously I feel like I do have a responsibility and yeah. as much as I do post what I want, at the same time I have to be conscious of how other people are going to receive my message. So if I was to then go in and now do a picture of my stomach fat or my stomach rolls mm. sitting down, to someone else... To one person that could be really inspiring, mm-hmm. but to another person that could be so, it could be terrible to be, because to them, they may think that is my goal body, that's my mm-hmm. dream body, mm-hmm, yeah. I wish I looked like that. So it's, by trying to be authentic to one group of people, you're completely excluding another group yeah. of people, and yeah, I just think it's just better to not even engage with that stuff anymore. Yeah, yeah um, I think sometimes making it a bit a big deal about something like that, in your head it may be about, the person who's posting it might be about acceptance and all this stuff yeah. and thinking it's a positive movement but actually like I find that a lot of the time it's better to just literally not talk about that and if you're yeah, sitting down yeah, and you've yeah, got absolutely. like if you take a picture and you've got like stomach rolls or something instead of being like oh I've got stomach rolls in don't this picture it. embrace it like actually don't reference it because yeah. it makes it more of a thing for either yeah. side of people who are like oh that's really inspiring I've got stomach rolls too or the people who are like oh fuck her like her body's <laughs> like amazing still I wish I looked like that it just makes it a thing when it doesn't really need to be a thing I think yeah totally it's definitely like I have absolutely 100% put on weight and that's the first time I've said that out in like a public domain spoken about it because I tend to not speak about my body ever because of like previous stuff mm-hmm. and also it's not helpful is it it doesn't help other people because it draws attention to their bodies I think quite a lot mm-hmm. But also, it's just a fact. And But I went on holiday recently. I very much could have been like, oh my God, I'm here living my best life and I'm like half a stone heavier. And I mean, I've got no idea what I weigh because I don't know mm-hmm. scales. Mm. But 
I didn't. I just, I don't reference my body ever, like, on Instagram. I think that's very much how it should be. It shouldn't just be, like, mm. a point that you make to get people to engage with you. Yeah. yeah. And I think now, almost by identifying, guys, I've put on weight, or guys, you know, I've lost weight, but, you know, I'm being healthy, all this stuff, it still puts the onus on your weight yeah. or mm. your size when we're trying to give this message of, like, it doesn't really matter either way, yeah. and yet we're still focusing on your weight and your yeah, size. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it's kind of the, the place you're in now is where people should aim to be, where it's kind of like neither here nor there. Yeah, I don't say anything. You know? I, like like everyone, you go up and you go down. Yeah. And whether yeah. you choose to reference that in your like mm. public space is whether you mm. choose to, but it would just be easier if no one did. Yeah, I think the reason for me why I... I mean, I'm the same as you. I don't yeah. talk about it now, but I used to a lot. And the reason why was because especially on my YouTube videos, I'd be like, oh, so I got this in a size eight, but and I, mm. I messaged you about this, like about the kind of thing. I'd say, I've got this in a size eight, but you know, I am a little bit like curvy. I'm, I'm a pear shape. So you know that like, I find that things fit me like this. And that was always me trying to say that because I would always get comments from people be like, like, fuck, you're a size eight. Like, no really? one would, Yeah, be like, mm. you're with a body shape like that. You can't be a size eight. And is it wow. like being a size eight? I mean, sometimes I'm eight, sometimes I'm 10, sometimes I'm a six. I've had to buy things in size 12 before. Like, it, it is really what it is. depends on where yeah. you're shopping. Yeah, definitely. It, right? it depends on the item. Like it's really tight. Like these jeans are actually a size six, but I've got a pair of Topshop jeans I bought the other day mm. in a size ten. Like, mm. and they're just they're different style jeans. And people can be so harsh on it and judgmental on it. So I always felt like I had to say it to justify the sizes that I bought because people would always ask me. But now I don't tell people what sizes I buy things mm. in. I just say, oh, I buy in my usual size. I bought this in my usual size, or I went up or down. Mm. And also, I don't talk about my body. I don't. I don't draw attention to like. Yeah. Like, like the fact that I have more curves than your standard really tiny Instagrammer and stuff mm. because I don't see the point in it. And then I think people recognise that in themselves mm-hmm. when they don't necessarily need to. And I think it's, yeah. I think it's, a, I, I get why people do talk about it because they don't want people to say mean things and or comment on yeah. their body. So it's almost like to caveat it, be like, oh, I know I'm curvy, but but it's, yeah. I, feel, I feel like it's just unhealthy to actually draw attention to I it. Totally I totally agree. It's There's like, a term for it, isn't there, where you just, like, you're not particularly, like, it's kind of, oh, what is it, body, oh my god. It's like you're not positive, but you're not negative. Oh, it's you're like just neutral, neutral, body yeah. neutrality. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that just be so much better <coughs> yeah. if everyone's just body neutral? Oh, oh yeah, god. like body so positivity, easy. you know, that movement is for a select group of people. It's and not also, for everyone to get it was started with. by like black women in America, exactly. and it's yeah. become this huge yeah. Instagram obsession. Yeah. yeah, I call I prefer to use body acceptance, body yeah. confidence. Mm-hmm. Body neutrality is a place where a lot of people should aim to go rather than this kind of like, it's that classic thing where I'm so body positive, I'm going to dance around in my underwear, mm. I'm going to wake up every day yeah. feeling good. Yeah. It's just not realistic for most people. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of punish yourself by thinking, oh, I really want to get to this place, but it's not always possible. Um, especially in the society that we live in now, we can do all we can to put in the work and practice self-love, self-care, mm-hmm. but you're still going to be hit unexpectedly, whether it's social media or in real life, by these messages, because right now, as it stands, society is not built to lift yeah. everyone up of mm-hmm. all shapes and sizes. It's just not. So mm-hmm. it is difficult. But yeah, body neutrality is a much more realistic goal for most yeah, people. Yeah, I think so. And I think that's, like, definitely something we could all consider promoting a bit more. Yeah. Um, Everyone gets really obsessed with diets and gyms yeah. and undoing the bad that they did to themselves mm-hmm. in December by overindulging and drinking loads. Mm-hmm. Air quotes, bad. Yeah, bad. <laughs> this is air quotes, bad. This isn't me saying bad because I, I look at my cheese consumption and my alcohol consumption for December. I don't feel guilt. I feel I feel pride. Yeah. I, was, like, I had a great time. Like, it, all the food that I wanted. Like, I, I like... 
Like I had a cam a whole camembert to myself for dinner one night, and because it's Christmas, yes. like like I, like camembert. it was amazing. Why not? I was like, why not? I, I, was, yeah. I thought I was like, I never let myself do this. This mm. is so fucking liberating, and I enjoyed every bite until I ate so, so much. Good. I felt a bit sick, but still. Well, this is the thing. Great. I think people tend to view their say their diet. And by diet, I don't mean restricted diet. Just what they eat as individual days so they think I need to eat this way every single day and they don't look at the bigger picture they don't look Mm -hmm. at their week you know maybe weekends you know they think oh god I've eaten so much this weekend but they're social on the weekends they're eating out with friends so that's just the pattern we don't have to eat the same amount of food every single day yeah it's very normal to have fluctuations um some days you may not be as hungry and that's fine because you're maybe you're busy or you haven't had time to grab food and it's the same across the year as well Christmas is a social time it's where there's a lot of like calorie dense food and that's great and we should enjoy it by looking at the bigger picture you are far less likely to get super stressed just by accepting it is Christmas and that's that's not to say fuck it it's Christmas I'm gonna eat everything and everything (laughs) because again you just said that it made you feel quite sick you know sometimes you you know you don't you don't have to push it to the limits all the time but just by giving yourself that permission of like you know different points of the year my eating habits are going to change and just accept that that will actually give you a much more balanced approach overall um yeah there's a book that's just come out at the moment about intuitive eating and mm. but what do you think about intuitive eating um do you think it's possible for like everyone i think it is a great goal for people to work towards but again i think through dieting and people have very different relationships with food so yeah. it's not again it's not always a easy journey for people no, to get to. No, absolutely. I've had, you know, crazy stuff with food before. But it's like it's. I feel like if I can be an intuitive eater, yeah, anyone can be an intuitive eater. Yeah. But I just I don't know if like necessarily that's actually true. I think absolutely. I mean, I think the book is it. Um, what's it called? Is it Eat Up? Um, no, not Eat Up. Just Eat It, eat it. by Laura yeah. Thomas. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, I've not read it yet. She's so, fantastic. I've not read it either, yeah. but I really want to get it. But um, yeah, her message is great and. She talks so much about listening to your hunger cues and your fullness mm-hmm. cues, which again, you know, if we're living in a society where we're having to track all our calories on our phone and have that tell us when we're supposed to eat oh, and when we're not God, supposed yeah. to eat, and it really removes that intuitive yeah. side of eating. And, you know, I'm not against calorie counting if you <coughs> want a calorie count, but there has to be a degree of flexibility. And also, it has to agree with you mm. and your mental health. Yeah. Some yeah. people are okay with knowing how much energy is in their food. Other people, that's just a no-go. Yeah. So it's just yet another reason why you can't copy your favourite Instagrammer. Don't, oh, can't copy what they're doing. Yeah. Um, because it might not be right for you. Yeah. So your guide, you've released an exercise guide. Has it got eating in it as well? So it is has, it the yeah. nutrition and yeah. So tell yeah. us about that. Please. Yeah, so me and Dan launched our knobs guide. Knobs <laughs> not being genitalia, being no BS. Um, I love it. I know, I know. Yeah, I was never sure if you pronounced it knobs or yeah, like nice. yeah, okay. It just happened. So we made the Facebook group and it's called Team No BS. But someone <laughs> was like, guys, let's just make it knobs. And they actually re- they remade, they photoshopped our header, our banner, and sent me a new version. It was like, yeah, we're knobs now. So I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> we're knobs, we're knobs. knobs. But it's actually quite affectionate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite funny, like, endearing term, I, I don't think of a penis No, when I hear it anymore, which is good. No, um, yeah, I don't think I've ever called a penis a knob. A knob, no. <laughs> not on a serious, I've called a guy, like, or someone a knob, like, don't be Same. a knobhead, or like, you fucking knob, like that. Knob but, like, not, I've never called a... I'm when more of a, a, a dick user than a knob. Yeah, it's like, get your knob out. <laughs> I was like, I can't. No, no I can't. Wow. 
anyway, back to knobs. Knobs. It is. Yeah. So it's a it's a twelve week training program based in the gym. Um, me and Dan, who is a personal trainer and also a nutritionist, which is fantastic because yeah. um, I am not. <laughs> but you are a personal trainer. I'm a personal yeah. trainer, yeah, and I have a piece of paper which says nutrition coach. Um, <laughs> but ultimately, <laughs> it's great to have his expertise and his qualification yeah. just yeah. on that as well. Um, and it had to has a nutrition PDF attached to it as well. But it's funny, a lot of people think it's going to be like a meal plan or like a recipe menu or something yeah. and they're mm-hmm. like oh do you do vegan is it like vegan versions and stuff and it's not that it's teaching you the fundamentals of how energy balance works how each micro mic, macro micronutrient works in the body yeah. why you might have more of some or, or yeah. less of the others um and how that can impact your goals yeah. um so it's it's all like the fundamentals of the food we eat essentially and yeah how you can utilise the food you eat in order to feel good. Um, That's so, so interesting because it's so educational rather than being, yeah. Um, yeah, telling you what to do. See, yeah, I think it's really it important because I remember I did a body coach's plan years ago. <laughs> this is when he just sort of kind of started actually and I got on really well with it but the main thing I took from it was it taught me nutrition. It taught yeah. me about, like, granted I had a meal plan but it taught me about macronutrients and macronutrient timings and things like that and when I left the plan, like I... Because I, I knew I knew what I needed to eat and when and I knew what my body wanted and I knew like what like how to fuel my body mm. and that was the best thing that I learned I learned about it and then I could apply it to everything else I was cooking yeah and that's the thing so I think actually education instead of if you just give somebody a meal plan you don't mm. necessarily learn mm. anything from that you need to know these things so I think that's amazing I about think it people give the body coach such a hard time mm. especially like PTs these days yeah yeah, yeah. Really? in the fitness industry yeah you know Why? I think. Joe Wick started he was one of the main fitness people yeah. he started out ages ago yeah, and yeah. people hold think, things he said in the past about calories or whatever have not always been entirely accurate mm-hmm. but he's grown and he's evolved and mm-hmm. now you know his stuff is his stuff is great for certain people um, yeah. but people hold certain things he said in the past against him yeah. um but no, but like people uh, hold stuff against everyone, and we would never be anywhere. Growing up we? in a public forum, like yeah. you're gonna say shit, you regret it. Yeah, oh my god, why did I ever do that? Yeah, my YouTube channel is like a shrine to like <laughs> everything I hate about myself. I actually went through my Instagram feed over Christmas and archived like 200 posts. Oh, wow. <laughs> did you? Yeah, from like when I first started. Oh, but I, I didn't use my Instagram well. as a business when I first started. See, so I had it wasn't someone a business. when I was in Australia a few months ago. I was out and about, living my best life, you know. And I had someone go down my feed and comment on a post from probably, I think it was for 2014, um, saying, you need to change this post. You're talking about clean eating here. And I'm like, sorry. I'm like, this is my past. I'm so open about everything I've done, everything, every diet I've tried, because that has brought me to where I am today. So don't, I don't feel the need to ever change that. You know, if anyone's looking at my previous post from 2014, don't use that as like a marker of what, you know, I advise now. But I like to keep it there so... I can I can look back, you know. Yeah, and, and see, see how far you've come. That's yeah, like, and if so anything, nice. I feel like it's testimony to turn around and be like, well, yeah, the reason why, yeah, the reason why I'm here is because yeah. I did that and I tried that. I'm not deleting that because this is proof yeah. that I've like tried trial different forms of yeah, knowledge yeah, and different yeah. things, and this is why I know what I'm doing now is the best yeah. thing for me. Like, exactly. Now I feel mm. terrible about archiving my diary. Well, they're still there. <laughs> no, it was Bring more like back. being You're... drunk at uni on the tube. This is the thing. Your content's very different to mine. Yeah. Your content. You know, I'm just kidding. 
Just I want to see all these posts now. You're oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe that's not so professional. <laughs> to be honest, I'm still planning on archiving a lot of mine because there's a lot of bad crap on mine. So. Oh, sure there isn't. I still get comments on my YouTube channel from like, oh, my God, who is this girl? Also, YouTubers are, like, brutal. Oh, people, people on YouTube, YouTube are comments horrible. are so horrible. Yeah, we've had quite a few discussions about this with other um, influencers and YouTubers and... God, they're so opinionated and they're mm. so invested in what you're doing and like I think it's because you've got like the thumbs down button so you can like it's like yes I am gonna dislike this but not even that it's like they'll go into it won't they they're literally like mm. they go in so deep on YouTube yeah. I couldn't yeah. do it oh, and they just they pick out the smallest not. like thing but make a big deal about it like although yeah. like my favourite is when people send like a compliment but then they say something really like mean like straight <laughs> after like Oh, I think you seem like a really nice girl and everything, but like, do you, are you aware about the fact that your hair extensions are really falling out of your head here? It's really. <laughs> you just got some and I was just like, like, I love and, you, but yeah, like, oh, I love you, but like, I really hate the way that you sniff on one side of your nose and not the other. And I was like, what? Why? How did you know this? Why? So you, like, weird. Weird, like really weird. But I was also like, why is that enough to comment? Why couldn't you be stopped that? I love you. It's people's <laughs> own crap. They're just oh yeah, you. No. Imagine having the time. I know. I know. Yeah. Imagine being that like, person commenting on everyone's things like, yeah. so. I can't, whenever yeah. it happens there, I'm always thankful because it's like, this is good content for Instagram Oh stories. my God, you do the best with yours. Let me take a screenshot <laughs> and a clap back there. Yeah. I yeah. really enjoyed that. Yeah, I know. I think it's great. Do you agree with like clapping back to people? Because I know a lot of people are like, mm. oh, don't feed the trolls. It gives them more Rise energy and stuff like that. Whereas some people... I know are more vocal and they're like, no, you know what? I am going to say something back or I am going to call it out. I think it shouldn't ang- anger or upset you. Obviously, some, some things do because we're only human, but I think try not to let it actually genuinely affect or impact the content you put out or what you say and what you do or how you sniff um, which side of the nose. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> um, but I think it's just, you know, if someone has the audacity to leave a really opinionated comment, you have every right to write back and um, I just think I, I enjoy I do enjoy it because it just makes our situation lighthearted. Um so yeah I do yeah. I, I try not to get too petty, you know, sometimes in the past I have done things which have been a little bit petty <laughs> like screenshotting people that I feel like have copied my posts or whatever and being a bit too overprotective with that. Yeah. Um so now I'm just learning to be a bit more chilled. But um yeah, if someone's been rude to me, I'm going to leave a comment. Yeah. I'm going to write back. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think that's fair I play. think it's totally fair. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, I get, like, I, from having a few comments before, mm. I pick and choose ones I'll reply to. Sometimes I don't get that much negativity. I was going to say, in fashion, what's it like? Are people... On, on YouTube, I don't really read my comments very, very much, and I just kind of let it breeze over me. But on... I do get a few, like, it's more when, like, Instagram stories and people replying. Like, even yesterday... I dropped like I dropped my my bag on getting off the tube like just about to get off the tube and my big swell bottle fell out and smashed to the floor my watch did and a tampon did and I was like, like ah like it was I so loud this, and yeah. I was like picking trying to pick everything up tampon gate yeah tampon gate and then it's like and then I put on my Instagram stories yeah and then I put on my Instagram stories I was just like oh my tampon fell out of the bag my bag at the tube on the really busy tube at Oxford Circus and everyone saw how's your Monday going because it's not the best start to a Monday no, morning I had so many people me like messaging me be like ah oh, like you know what like you like I can't believe like someone like you is ashamed of this like you really like it's not the shame it's the em- yeah, it's embarrassing to do but, anything like and that. also they're like, they're like you shouldn't be embarrassed like it's really disappointing that you're promoting period shame and oh, I was there, like honestly God. I was there, like, and I actually got a surprising like, I had some people some Jeez. girl messaged me saying so what like and I was there, like well so what you actually felt the need to reply to this 
first of all, like Borov Hun, oh. and then I blocked her. Because um, <laughs> I'm really sure. Because <laughs> I was just like, whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, it annoyed me because then I was like, I'm not promoting period shame. All I'm trying to do is show that I'm a human being. And actually, it was really quite funny. It was yeah. embarrassing, funny, everything all in one. It's, it's the fact people, that, that people feel awkward about periods. You know, a lot of men yeah. feel awkward about periods. You, yeah. That's why it's funny. Yeah. That's why it's, it's like, a bit embarrassing. It was more, it was it more me, like, funny. laughing at yeah. it and everything. But then people took it, like, very serious. And then I got all these comments. And then I had to be like... I didn't. I didn't get like really upset over it. I got. I was just, just like, this is hilarious. I saw your story. I I did think. I guarantee. If it's anything, you know, if I hold like a plastic cup, which I try not to do, but you know, if, if you've got a plastic straw in your story and you're an Instagrammer, you will be oh, dragged down. Mm-hmm. You know? My aluminium. <laughs> oh god! Honestly, like no one tell anyone that I got this. I shot a campaign with. Um, so I'm doing a delivery campaign this month and obviously there's packaging that needs to be in shot. And I, when I was shooting it, I was thinking, oh my God, I know I'm going to get comments on this. Yes. Um, that again, you know, I eat meat, I, I take aeroplanes, you know, I do so much. So this is what well. I don't get. <laughs> this is my main like bugbear with veganism and just mm. generally like climate change and being eco-friendly. Everyone gets on aeroplanes. They are the worst thing yeah. for the planet in the entire world. Yet there are like thousands of flights a day. Mm. Yeah. If you want to change something, don't fly somewhere. Yeah. That's, that is what's going to make the yeah. biggest difference in your climate change. Mm-hmm. Or- and also, like, don't put your own expectations on yourself on me. Like, I, oh, I'm doing me. Yeah, yeah. I have my own morals, my own values, and I do what I can, but don't put me on a pedestal because I've got a few followers. Absolutely. Yeah. I had a lot of people message me being like, oh, please tell me you're doing for January this year. Like, I think. <laughs> I had like probably three people messaging me, oh please tell me because I think you're such a, it'd be so good for you, I think you'd be such a good role model in promoting like veganism and I'm there like, no you know what, I I am reducing like my consumption of animal products but I'm not going to have anyone yell at me that the fact that I still eat meat, sometimes I still cook it, I still like eat whatever because I'm reducing and I think actually the way for majority of people Mm -hmm. to get there if that's an end goal, even if it's not, but it is by reducing instead of going cold turkey, surely that's better than everyone just being like, I'm gonna gobble a burger every I, single day. What do you need to know? Yeah, I feel really guilty, but I not necessarily guilt. No, it is guilt. It's like this weird <coughs> guilt whenever I put any kind of meat on Instagram, thinking, oh my god, I know that I've got loads of vegans and loads of vegetarians who follow me, mm. and they probably don't want to see this slab of meat. But also, I look know. at my delicious meat. <laughs> <laughs> my steak. I know, I, I know, know, I know. Um, but also, I've had loads of messages just being like. Are you not vegan yet? I'm like, no, hun, I'm not no, vegan. I, 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 I don't want time. to be vegan. And I'm sorry, like, I'm yeah. not a good enough <coughs> being for you, but I am not. Yeah, you're not a vegan. There. You know, yeah. you, I'm never going to be that. Yeah. I don't want to be vegan. Yeah. Like, mm. I know that's a really horrible thing to admit. And like, I don't either. I will. I don't, yeah, I, I just I don't, I don't buy. I don't, don't want to stop eating meat. I buy yeah. really nice quality meat, and I try and make sure that the animals are like looked after. But. I say this all the time, it's like, yeah. I, I am ignorant, and I know that, mm. and I'm aware of the terrible things that happen in the meat industry, but for me, I'm very open about saying I still, I'm not there yet, and it's not, you know, I've watched the documentaries, albeit a lot of them are very biased, yeah. but I've, I've, I've done it, and I'm still not there, so I... I I don't welcome anyone pressuring me no, to do me anything either. with my eating exactly. habits because it's just I'm me and I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm eating exactly. what I'm eating. And I think people should just actually appreciate the fact that a lot of people are making positive changes and they are yeah. becoming more aware of yeah. it. And oh, things, so much things respect. Have, yeah, things have changed so much in the past couple, just in the past couple of years when it comes to this. Yeah. So instead of being like so 
bah, against everyone who isn't like that yet or trying mm. to kind of pressurize other people encouragement works better i find it but yeah. people like if i do something or eat like a vegan this or a vegan that and everyone's it's more encouragement it's not like oh like, oh it gets it can get a lot but i feel i feel guilty about when i put like a chicken nugget or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's well it's just something that i can't not think and it's it's so weird because it's definitely a new thing it's not mm. something that's always happened whenever i post meat but i either now avoid doing yeah. it yeah. or try and do like a blurry picture of my roast rather than like focus on the potatoes focus on the potatoes instead (laughs) Yorkshire pudding yeah yeah. look at my lovely non-vegan still Yorkshire pudding it's not an animal Um, no it's definitely something everyone should work on I just think it's a slow progress thing I think it's a slow progress Rome wasn't built in a day a lot of people are changing and that's a positive thing that everyone should focus on instead of the negatives I like the positivity here yeah so good for that I'm having a really really good week I'm having a really good week today look i'm like spread sunshine so it's fine are we i know that you're not doing new year's resolutions right mm. no no i'm not the only the only like goal or resolution that i brought into the new year is actually just to like work on myself and my happiness and mm-hmm. things like that because i know i struggled a lot with it last year mm. i feel so liberated the fact that i haven't like set myself i mean i've got i won't lie i created like a little vision board on an oh, app yeah, called hey house and, like, yeah and i look at it every day and these are things that i want and i don't know when it's gonna happen but i'm like you know what i'm gonna like like think manifest about these things shit. yeah manifest that shit yeah. and like I'm, i just but i'm just focusing on me and i'm i think in this job you can have goals to set of course mm. But I think actually it can be, it's one of these difficult ones to set goals because you don't know which direction you're going to be pulled in. You might, you know, you might have a big spike on YouTube and be like, I'm going to focus my goals here, like my intentions Mm, here. Or you might have a thing with Instagram. And so I don't want to set all these goals when actually I don't necessarily know where the direction, I know where the different direction in general is going, but I don't know where it will like filter. So Yeah, because sometimes it can absolutely pull you into Yeah, absolutely. Like, did you think that you were going to do your guides two years ago? Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, no. exactly. And that's no. not even very long ago, is it, no. to make such a big business move? No, and, you know, I've been in full-time employment for the past oh, like, like, four years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Story keep going. <laughs> no, yeah. So, um, yeah, since I left uni, I had a, a year's break, and then I started this job in London at a PT studio doing marketing, and I've been there for four over four years and it's only the past couple of months where I've been freelance well not even that it's been like two weeks technically because it's four Christmas yeah. but yeah it's it's crazy and I never thought that yeah. I would be in this position thank you um welcome to the freelance life. I know and I'm like I'm literally I, I put my story today but I'm like walking down the street listening to music I'm like tearing up like, oh. I can't believe I just feel so happy and yeah last year like you said you know <coughs> I had some really terrible times and it's only coming out of it that you know you feel you can talk about it but some really horrible times and just felt very down and depressed and you know, I went to the doctors to to speak to someone because I just felt so low but it's amazing how a change of your environment and just investing time in what you love doing mm. can change your mood mm-hmm. and how you feel and yeah I feel liberated too yeah <laughs> it's great it's really good I felt like the end of like last year I got really nervous because like <laughs> achieved mm. a lot this year there's a real there's a new there's a new start coming and what if I don't achieve everything that I want yeah. to and then I, that's, I was like you know what I'm gonna strip myself of the pressure of achieving yeah. anything yeah and just in my my goal is to enjoy it more because that's the thing. Last year I stopped enjoying it. Putting that like puts some pressure on yourself. Because yeah. I, I feel like very because you, you have to do things. When you've got opportunity, it's sort of like I have to say yes. To yeah, this. absolutely. <laughs> Even if you don't think that you want to do it, or yeah. you don't think that you're like necessarily able to do it, uh-huh. you still 
well, I know that you don't necessarily, Sophie doesn't necessarily always do that thing, but I always do the thing. Yeah. I never say no. So I'm like, oh, no, it'll be fine. I'll be great. And then mm. I get into it. I'm like, oh, it's, it's like the public shaking. speaking thing we were talking about before, yeah. for the podcast, but we were saying, you know, it's, it's very scary. And mm. often when I have done a event where I've done a speak, for example, Be Fit earlier last year, Afterwards, people are like, oh, don't you feel great now? Suddenly, I was like, no, I feel really <laughs> terrible. And I feel like I did a shit job. So, so I'm, yeah, I'm never okay until I've heard back the, like, the whole yeah. thing that I've just done. And I'm like, oh my God, that was so fine. But until I hear it, I'm usually just mm. like, oh, it was terrible. Yeah. But never actually really having been terrible, even if yeah. I was like shaking and nervous. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but this year, there's no pressure to not do that. Yeah. But, no, Have you set any goals better. this year? Uh, not really, no. Um, I'm very much kind of the same because I also put a lot of pressure on myself <laughs> all the time. I feel um, like every time we met up for a podcast, we were like, how are you? Yeah. Getting <laughs> 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 by. Yeah, why we stopped doing it towards the, the end of last year because I just, yeah, was just putting so much pressure on myself mm. towards the end of last year. Yeah. But now it's kind of like... It's good you can identify it though and be like, no, yeah. sorry, this is too much. Yeah. I yeah. don't think it was even like the, it's not the quantity of work it's honestly just this weird enormous pressure that I put on myself that like yeah. this year I'm dealing with so yeah I know I think I that was the thing that I dealt with massively like talking to my therapist about it the last half of last year because I think I started seeing my therapist in June last year mm. and like it has been a massive it's been a big struggle with it is the pressure. Mm. The pressure's insane. And actually, I actually came to record here from seeing her this morning. And I usually when I don't see her for a few weeks, I have a big wobble. Mm. And then I'm like, this has happened. And actually, yeah. I was like, you know what? Like Christmas, I find Christmas and New Year, I find it a difficult kind of time of year. I've had a great one this year. I mm. feel really great. I feel in a great place. And she was like, I'm really glad that you're building up your resilience to this thing and, and I'm really glad that you're mm. not letting the pressure affect you and you're removing that and yeah. it's something that mm. pressure has been a big pressure and perfectionism were two big things that I was working mm. on and I, I feel in so much more of a better place right now I think now. people tend to think you know Instagram blogging it's such a fun career which in so many ways we're so blessed to do a job that we yeah, enjoy absolutely. but people kind of roll their eyes when they say oh you know it's easy for you or you know oh you're complaining about how you feel about this or X, Y, and Z or how busy you are and it's like people don't really see the day in day out, or how lonely no, it can be, or how time consuming it is, and yeah. you know you're on all the time. You yeah, don't really get a day off. And again, like I don't want to bash the career because obviously I feel so lucky in so many ways, and I know my privilege. I know how lucky I am, but equally, it is all. There is a weird. I don't think we fully know that the implications of social media. It's effect on mental health and the implications of that long term. It hasn't yeah. been around for long enough. No, exactly. Yeah. So um, I think you know, so if you feel you know, getting therapy is such a positive step if you mm. are feeling terrible. So I think a, a lot of people could um, benefit from being more open about their mm. mental health and yeah, you know, reaching out, yeah. going to the doctor when you but don't I feel think good. We may be doing no, it. No, I think that's the thing. I still, even now, like I never, I don't, I, I talk on the podcast. I think I've mentioned therapy before only a little bit but I've I've grown up with my parents being very like don't talk don't deal with mental health don't like mental health right. isn't a thing mm. um it's not an issue you're not depressed you're sad you're not anxious mm. you're nervous like always like quashing it mm. and then like when I said that I told my mum I was like I've actually started to see a therapist and I feel a lot better mm. she was fine about it at first and then she actually dealt with it in a bit of a difficult way she was like 
do you really need to? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, and I didn't really want to, I, I tell my mum everything. Yeah. So I didn't really want to have to tell her that, but I, I, I did. And even like, now it is that kind of I feel like I don't like talking about mental health too much because I've been I've been brought up in that don't talk about your personal life that much online which is fucking weird because I talk about my personal <laughs> life am. so much but I think it really helps because I think from seeing other people talk about it that's one of the things that kind of helped me take that step and it was Lucy Moon I think it was after yeah. I, we did the podcast with Lucy Moon and I chatted to her for a little bit afterwards and then she was just there like yeah you need you need to get a therapist get a therapist like yeah. and it was just the, the almost the casualness of actually just being like it's fine it's, just it's it and it's like not know. a big deal though yeah it's, it's just like really everyone not. in the states has a therapist I know. pretty much like I wrote a blog post about it like two or three years ago um saying just sort of like the bin man has a therapist your therapist has a therapist yeah everyone's yeah. in therapy in the states and it's yeah. like it's not really therapy it's just going and chatting with someone about something it's a lot of like negative connotations of having therapists when really it's just a person who is really good at talking to people you don't know Mm -hmm. who you can just go sit with yeah and And they're not connected to you yeah it's not offloading onto people that you care about and then Mm. because I don't it's not burdening people but sometimes you do feel like you're burdening people with your problems yeah even though it's absolutely not that and I don't want like anyone to think that about themselves So yeah, a therapist is just a nice middle. Go to therapy. Absolutely. I really think that everyone should have therapy. Yeah, yeah. and the, I guess obviously the, the issue, I guess for a lot of people, we said it's from a privileged position where yeah. I can afford it, mm-hmm. and it is very hard to get on get with an NHS. Like my friend there was got a on, long way to my list. friend. My friend was on the waiting list for like probably a year, and then she moved wow. to a different borough, mm-hmm. and then she got put right to the bottom of the list again, Gosh. and then she That's had to terrible. yeah yeah yeah. So she's been like so they gave her antidepressants in the meantime. Which she really didn't want to That's take, but she's at a point also where terrible. yeah, she's at a point where she's like, I can't cope anymore. I just can't cope. So she's now on them, and then she's because she was there, like, I'm in a really bad place. They put her forward on the list, yeah. but even still, my other friend, they only she was on the wait list for two years for therapy. She got six sessions, and that's yeah. it. That's yeah, that is yeah. shocking. But there is um, even <coughs> though it's still money that you have to pay every week there's a I can't remember the services oh fuck I'm going to have to get Hannah and ask her but there's a service that you can basically just google um, you pay what you can afford Ah, that's great. There are a few things that I've seen, keep seeing advertised on Instagram, yeah, actually, just, just on promoted apps. And yeah, stuff there's like there's and... one which is I think you get somebody who will like text you and you can like then like message or call. Mm. And like the ads that I keep seeing promoted on like on Instagram in the feed are people like who are like scrolling on Instagram at nighttime and then feeling and it's like thought bubbles with their head like showing that they're like feeling anxious. And I think it's very interesting that that's obviously one of my targeted ads because it must look at obviously things that I follow and how yeah. that can be a trigger. I think, that's really, I think it's really interesting that now that is a targeted ad for me yeah. because you're in, I, I'm pop, obviously probably in that like category of people who might be at, well obviously I'm at risk of having this shit yeah. affect me yeah, yeah. so it's crazy it the, is, in the Instagram well, ads I get just you. like it's so terrible sometimes <laughs> I'm like what is this it's really nice <coughs> to me like weird weird fitness regimes and like food stuff I'm like do you not even know me Instagram you know I went to the bathroom yesterday I came out and I got a sponsored ad for The Economist and also for The Telegraph oh my god straight away I was having a conversation with money with someone and then I got loads of things like Monzo and serious to you oh yeah absolutely yeah there's a way I think you can turn it off after this I'll probably get like therapy and money and yeah I know it's so it's terrifying though 
I mean, yeah, the fact that your phone isn't... Oh my God, I got an email that had my entire year tracked so I could go and see what I'd done every single day. What? So my phone has my location services on, so it literally tracks where I go every day. That's really weird. I don't really have anything to hide, so I don't really care. (laughs) If I go missing... Somebody, I always have my phone old school. Me, so. The other day I got an email. You know, sometimes I like to look through my junk. I'm just like, what's in here? <laughs> I had a junk mail. It's on my work email saying, hello, Lucy, your password is blah, blah. And it was legitimately my password. Oh, my God. And it was like, I think a fair price for you to pay for this would be X, Y, and Z. It was obviously an automated message, but they had my password. Wow. They hadn't hacked me or anything. I quickly changed it. But I was like, that is fucking weird. God, you're so good with your account. Yeah, I know. So scary. So you have two-factor authentication on your account, though. On Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I got hacked once. I lost my account for ten whole hours. Do you remember when it happened? Myself. It happened like a couple of years ago, and yeah. some people never got it back. So. Oh. Some people never got it back. RIP. No, they had to restart their account. But yeah. Can you imagine? No, this is what I can't imagine. This is why I can't talk about this stuff because <laughs> yeah. this is what's going to ruin my positive vibes. But, but terrifying. People think, oh, you know, first of all, public <laughs> using your Instagram account, but it's like, no, that's your platform. If it's your business, it's, it's your career. Years to grow. Yeah. It's your main, like, main your main source yeah. of income. Yeah. 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 Think about all of your jobs that would be like, oh, well, oh yeah, I can still continue this long term collaboration <laughs> to my two hundred followers. Um, yeah. Like no. When it when it happened, there was um, another fitness blogger who we were having chats in my ten hour period when was it, it disappeared. Not Murphy, did she lose her account? I don't know. It was Lily Sabri. She oh. lost her. Account. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. But she thankfully she got it back. Yeah. Um, but hers took days. Hers took days, and yeah. I, I really felt for her. But she said, you know, she had a a campaign that was really important, and she was thinking, I, I don't know what I'm going to do if oh, if I lose this amazing campaign because yeah. that's her income, you know. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think they've got it down now hopefully yeah. Instagram and security because mm. that would be terrible if that happened again mm. yeah. have you got any new year goals or um not really like I'm like you guys I'm just sort of going with the flow I don't plan ahead that much I'm very much in the moment and I think because I was doing Instagram and then my full-time job as my main job essentially yeah. I didn't really plan that much ahead of my Instagram stuff anything that came along was always a bonus yeah. and it was like a added like oh okay this is exciting I'll do this this campaign or this job or whatever but now I feel like I may set career goals you know yeah. I've got plans mm. for a home guide for for the people that can't get to the gym yeah. so we're going to do that in the next couple of months and then going forward you know I have a couple of big things I really want to do with the girls that are doing the guide as well and yeah. guys I keep saying girls it's guys as well there's two guys <laughs> doing it um but yeah I feel like career goals yes but Personal stuff like you, I just, I just want to be happy. I, know. <laughs> I just want to be happy. But like, no, I'm, I'm really focusing on um, just doing stuff I like. Yeah. Like, and I'm really enjoying working by myself. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't leave the house anymore. I just love it. I just really <laughs> enjoy being at home by myself. <laughs> Me too. I, I just feel so productive. But um, yeah. yeah, in terms of like, um, you know, classic fitness needed resolutions. I'm just doing the guide. I'm on week six now, so I I'm like you're doing your own yeah. guide. That makes yeah. me so like yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. me believe it's yeah. Well, a I, good guide. I, I did not. It, all, it wouldn't be obviously, but yeah. No, I I did it all before to check that it was legit, and I was dying um, by the end of it. <laughs> but it, you know, you got your own intensity. Yeah, you know, it's for beginners and also people that are more experienced. But I'm doing it again with everyone, so feels good to have an actual program yeah. set to follow mm. and committing to something which is good but yeah and just yeah nothing else really i'm not a not a major goal setter yeah 
Yeah, no, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I think that's. I think less goals is a good way forward. Yeah. yeah. And just set them as you go along, I think. Mm. If something pops up and you're there, actually, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to work towards that. Boom. I think setting loads yeah. for the year ahead it just isn't necessarily yeah. the right way forward. Like, like you say, things change things so quickly. Change. Exactly. Time, Especially so. with what we do. Yeah. Never know what we're going to be doing next. Mm. Or where you're going to be. I know. Yeah. May all fall apart. Back of my head, always like, no, you will be positive. It's all going to be fine. You're going to do amazingly this year, but you also might do nothing, and no yeah. one might ever work with you yeah. again. And oh no, I can't. Just um, job. <laughs> so thank you so much for coming on. It's been oh, such a pleasure. This is my favorite podcast. I feel very special. Oh, oh yay! <laughs> Um, and we are doing a live podcast. Yes, Just please buy a ticket. Pop that in there. Yeah, do buy a ticket <laughs> and uh, please sound more desperate. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> no, honestly, we just it will be really great. I'm really looking. I'm really looking. I'm excited. To it. I'm gonna be there. Yay! Yeah. And yeah, Lucy will be there if that's <laughs> if <laughs> selling point. Yeah, yeah, if that's <laughs> what you need to buy that ticket, then there you, you go. Your guide question. <laughs> <laughs> Should we float here around the crowd somewhere? Oh, Maybe so we just put it like um, with our influencer mates and then uh, <coughs> just pimp them out. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Um, cool. Uh, please do review and subscribe. And what else? Yeah, next time, come back. Yeah, and if you want to find us in the meantime, um, I'm at Sophie Milner underscore FS on Instagram and Twitter. At Millie underscore Cotton. I don't use Twitter, so don't find me there. And I am the Fashion Fitness Foodie on Instagram. Cool. Cool. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.